Welcome to the Life Behind Bars podcast with your host out of Toronto, Canada, Joe Hall. Amateur motocross and Harley stunt rider bringing you behind the scenes of the number one Canadian bike life podcast. Talking all things bike life, Harley stunt riding, events, rallies, interviews, relationships, and so much more. So grab some gears. We're going for a ride. Yeah, I told Sean to message. So I can message Nick too. What? I said I can message Nick too. He messaged me not too long ago actually, see how I was doing. So let's get it going. We are live again. With the Life Behind Bars podcast, and um, it's kind of a special episode because we got the homie back. Back, motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, it's uh, it hasn't been the same without you, buddy. Um, but uh, we've kind of chucked along and finally got Chinchilla back with us um, after uh, a little mishap on the bike. But you're good now. A little unfortunate event, but... I'll let you... Uh, we come back. We always come back. Yeah, I mean, it's part that's of the it. game. That's what it is, man. Charge it to the game, right? Every time you sit your ass on that seat, bud, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta come to terms with what could happen, right? Mm-hmm. When it's good, it's good, and when it's bad, it's bad. So as long as you come out of it when it's bad, still breathing, you're, you're so in decent shape. How long ago was that now? That was June 21st, man. Father's Day. Fuck. Was the day. Happy Father's Day. Exactly. Jesus. Yeah. What a what a day to celebrate. But yeah, no, it was uh, it was a rough go there, man, for a little bit. But uh, fuck, ten years been on the bike, never slight incidents here and there, right? Yeah. But uh, never ever on the street. A couple times in the lot, but never ever on the street. And this one kind of hit. Well, hit close to home for a lot of people it was a good one and uh yeah it was it was it's, this one was no joke so it's definitely slows you down a little bit physically uh, slows you down a lot but mentally it slows you down a little bit but the main thing is um i'm still sticking on those two wheels yeah there's no way i'm riding four for the rest of my life <laughs> so it's gonna take some time to get back to two but i got a new project that i can i can dabble with in the winter so yeah we're looking at it right now it's yeah. fucking dirty so 06 06 street glide so i'm still deciding what direction to go with it gonna take it slow at first because these fucking harleys are not rice rockets and they're crazy expensive yeah <laughs> every man. fucking part but hundred dollar bolts bro yeah that's it so but I can. Uh, I made the decision when we came back from Daytona to get a Harley, and then it was just you know a bunch yeah. of shit in between. But now it's home, so we'll see what happens from here. Nice. And then recovery's obviously been been pretty good for you, and you're taking the right steps and moving in the right directions and walking with a cane. But yeah, that's right. I got a little pimp walk with the cane. You know, <laughs> you guys, you guys will probably see it in the next upcoming video of you know the little pimp action. But yeah, man, that's all it is. It's just it's all it's all time now. So yeah. it's gonna be a little bit adjustment. Winter's coming up though, so I won't be uh, I won't be that sad in the winter because I can't ride anyway. So we'll see we'll see what happens for next year. How are your injuries in this whole? So event? Uh, well now I'm like a fucking pretty much a doctor after going through all this because yeah, <laughs> learned so much about the human body. But 
Yeah, it was a rough go, man. Lucky I, I didn't have any head injuries. I was wearing decent amount of gear, so I, I never touched the road. I landed in bush, so any rash that I got on my body was from tree branches and whatever. But yeah. the worst part of it was a compound femur fracture, which is like the worst of it. Jeez. So a four-inch chunk of the femur is probably sitting on tent side road somewhere over there. <laughs> if anyone finds it, bring it back to us. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that that my whole right side was mangled like my arm the, the left side is fine so it's it, I'm functioning decent with the left hand side but yeah the right side of the body is just it's just time man so yeah. compound fractures everything everything was exposed I had to have blood uh, transfusion because I lost so much so it was it was it was borderline like I got airlifted so they were they got me to the hospital pretty quick but it was it was it was borderline right there man if I had a shittier helmet or a half lid or you know yeah. just I wasn't wearing the backpack that kind of held my spine together uh, shout out to Icon. Yeah. <laughs> the backpacks work, and shout out to Rur Rock because <laughs> their helmets work. But yeah, man, it was uh, it was definitely a, 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 an eye opener, especially for the gear because of when the doctors described to you of how bad it could have been. Yeah. If you if this happened and that happened and all the variables change, yeah. then yeah, it would it would have been it. Man. You guys would have been having an episode of you know. Jesus, I don't even say that. But the yeah. backpack is kind of what the yeah, backpack was was clutch, was no? clutch. So yeah. it's one of those uh, I call it a turtle shell backpack. It's like a five point harness type of deal where it comes around your waist, comes over your shoulders, kind of locks everything in. And I rock yeah. it really tight, obviously, because it's you don't want it kind of flapping around. It the wind gets to it, it feels shitty on your back. Locks your shirt kind of in, so your shirt doesn't do the little cape thing yeah. flapping on your back. But yeah, man, they said I re- I landed on the I flew. 25 feet in the air, 75 feet in distance. Jesus. And when I landed on the right side in the back, it was like the the arm and the leg were exposed. But when I went to go, when I rolled over to my spine, it was it was all locked in and it was tight. And the backpack took a brunt of it. But so, yeah, man, the gear's there. The gear, obviously, it's for a reason. We all yeah. like to hot boy style it sometimes, and you know, rock the beater and the shorts and whatever. But it's it's that split. Well, that was the thing, man. When we went, even went to Daytona, it's like the one thing to cruise down the beach and rock like a fucking beater, or rock a t-shirt and shorts, and your flip flops. Yeah. When you know you're going to the beach and shit, but like these guys bombing down the freeway on a regular basis doing 200. It's like, bro, like no you, lid. Too. Like you, yeah, not, no, that's the thing. Like yeah. no lid. That like, do you wanna? It's not a matter of even just the gear. It's just the helmet. Yeah. It's just fucked up, but and. Like anybody who's listening to this who doesn't know me, but they, I, you know, I'm a decent rider, so it's it's like it it wasn't it was it was just too quick. I didn't even have time to react. It wasn't a fault of mine in any situation. So it was just it was it just happens, man. So why not be prepared for it? You know. So. Yeah, and that's it. Like no matter how good of a rider you are, it, it can fucking happen to anybody. So exactly, especially coming to the end of the season, everyone just take it easy yeah. and. Uh, you know, be careful out there on the streets, and it's always the last ride or the last wheelie at the lot or one more time that fucking gets you. So or closer to home, yeah, <laughs> three minutes from home. That's Jesus, always... yeah, exactly. Yeah. So just be careful nearing the end of the season, and we've had some pretty, you know, solid events that have uh, gone on in the past uh, couple weeks. Uh, big one was the mob ride just this past weekend. Um, we uh, we did a little after movie. It's on our YouTube channel if you want to check it out. Just Life Behind Bars podcast. Uh, YouTube. Um, the name of the video is Mob Ride 2020. 
check it out. It's put on by Motorcycle Mafia. Did you last? Did, did, I think the last time they had this ride was 2016. Yeah. Um, were you? Did you? Did that you know was. That? I was just coming into the scene at that time. I so. wasn't even riding. So. Yeah, I was. I was out there. I, I went on the ride. I didn't know too many people on yeah. that ride, so it was. Well, they uh, said that, and and I know the guys putting it on the riders' meeting. You know, it was something that they wanted to bring back from from 2016, and it obviously was a super good turnout then, and you know, it was not. A huge turnout. It was probably I don't know 55, 60 bikes, but a lot of people met up at the uh, the after spot. So that was that was pretty cool. We had a sixth month show. Um, you know, Paul, our boy Polly, um, drop back SMSB on Instagram. Big shout out. You fucking took a hard hit, brother. Yeah. <laughs> took it were, like a G. Yeah. <laughs> our chin wasn't there, and he heard got the down low from uh, one of our buddies. But um, yeah, man, you fucking went down hard and got up even harder, man. It was super badass to to see you get up like that and and uh and obviously that you're good so um big shout out to you and and big shout out to motorcycle mafia and all the clubs that have helped support and put on the ride it was a it was a sick event so um and then just bike nights i know you haven't been out but monday yeah. now it's kind of stapled at contigo um in uh closer to toronto on wilson um, they do like a taco Monday. That's a huge staple now. Everyone kind of kicks off. I know this past week was a big, big one. Um, and uh, Alpha Rarest Breed RSC. Big shout out to you guys because they've been doing um, these pop up meets, which are because the cops have just been on everyone's ass about fucking COVID rules and exactly. shit like that. It's been hard to lock down a parking lot and then have that same shit for the you know week after week. It just gets. I mean, there was one at uh, QEW and Mississauga Road that got shut down for a while or something. And yeah, yeah. It's just been a shit show trying to find... Uh, Dun- that was a Dundas meet, right? Or something yeah, like that. Something yeah. Something on Dundas Street, yeah. And uh, so these guys have kind of done like a pop-up and they... they uh, look, there's two flies fucking on the computer. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> We're in the country recording this one, so you're going to get a little country Redneck feel. shit. <laughs> um yeah, they do these pop-up meets and, and uh, they switch up the events. They did one at um, Bathurst and uh, DuPont. There's like a sick like little bar. They have like a back patio. Everyone vibes out. The guy who owns it, I think, is you know really close with them or I'm sure rides himself. And yeah. um, Just super, super good vibes. Um, cops haven't bothered us too much, which is good. Yeah, from what I've seen on Instagram this year, like obviously I haven't experienced most of it being in the fucking hospital bed. But yeah. from what I've seen just on Instagram, it's like the, the season really hasn't slowed down that much. Like we were worried about it at the beginning of the year, you know, we were kind of questionable of what was going to go on, but it's like find a way to, to continue and push on, right? It's been good. Like the community came together and have, have been putting on, you know, smaller events a little more sporadically. I feel bad kind of for, if you're not involved in the scene or this is your first season of riding, I feel bad for you because yeah. it's kind of hard to get involved in those events but hopefully you're tuning into the podcast i was just gonna uh, say and the instagram page you'll know you'll know the morning of or a couple days before and that's it man but um yeah so uh big shout out to them and then upcoming events uh that we have uh in the next couple weeks there's nothing concrete uh till i believe next weekend sunday september 13th is a memorial ride for jay um, through OTR or Out to Ride RC. Um, check them out on Instagram and DM them for details if you have any connection to Jay or have known Jay, knew Jay in the past. Definitely uh, reach out to them and show some love. Um, Summer Expo is September 13th. Saturday, September 19th, Ride for the Breath of Life in Windsor. 
uh, September 26, uh, 514 Riders, have an end of season ride and barbecue that's out in Laval, Quebec. Uh, starts at 9 a.m. You can DM 514 Riders on IG for any details. But biggest of all, we have a fucking the only stunt show of the year coming up, which is I'm be like beyond stoked for, man. Oh yeah, I'm fucking pumped. Hashtag chins first road trip. Yeah, <laughs> and your first time out of the house in like five weeks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> more like twelve. Or like man. twelve. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it used to be called Dyna Days. It's down in uh, in Montreal, Montreal, Quebec. Um, it used to be called Dyna Days. Rebranded to Summer Jams this year. It's put on by um, Forever North Crew. Uh, some sponsors. Uh, Crooked Clubhouse, Plex Audio, Lords, Rock Bottom, Original Garage, Moto, Landlocked, Sequence Films, and obviously Harley Montreal, who's uh, who's hosting the jam. Um, it's gonna be fucking nuts. Um, it's it's probably the closest thing to shows in the states in regards to Harley stunt riding that you can get. I for think. sure, for sure, because we had One Wheel Mafia put on that show last year at Policaro. They did it. By the way, huge hats off to you guys. You fucking killed it. Um, but, uh, I think this is just going to be a whole other level because of the amount of people that are involved, like for, you know, um, forever North has their own guys. They've been, you know, super, uh, welcoming to, you know, other riders coming out. And I think they're going to have like a afternoon session for a couple of the guys just so, you know, all the boys can vibe and ride together and shit. And I think it's just going to be fucking wild. Um, yeah, it's going to be a good time. It's a, a lot of tire smoke, a lot of limiter burnings. <laughs> it's going to be, if you're that classic Harley rider, it's going to be new to you because you're going to see some shit that's not supposed to be meant to be done on a, on a, on a Harley, but these guys get it done. For sure. And like everyone that, even I've, I've talked to like stunt riders that even aren't riding Harleys that are just in the stunt community in Toronto and they've got wind that there's a stunt show going on and they're like, dude, where is it? How can I get go? Like, where, like what's going on? And I'm like, boys, like, this has been posted for fucking weeks. Yeah. Get fucking on our page. <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, I think it's going to be a huge turnout just because everyone's, like, you know, hasn't had anything to look forward to all summer. Yeah. They see stunt show. They see fucking smoke and burnouts, and everyone wants to take part. So just super um, pumped that Forever North Crew locked it down for this year. And yeah. um, if you can't make it, don't worry. There's going to be a, a video following that. We're going to cover it. You're yeah. going to see some hood rat shit go down. <laughs> yeah. We're going to do a vlog, I think, too, down there. So um, hopefully we'll be posting, you know, some more vlog series type videos of us traveling to these events. And most of the funny shit that goes down is always on the road trip anyway. So yeah. hopefully we get some. <laughs> you guys get to see Joe's new acquisition, his little pit bike. So hopefully we see <laughs> Joe tearing it up on the pit bike this weekend. Yeah, and I got like already. a new... Low 124, put the, my landlord's going to fucking kill me. <laughs> the little mini moto track you got back yeah. there. Yeah, if you're in Toronto and you have a pit bike, DM my account and um, uh, I'll challenge you to a 50 race in the backyard. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I've been, I've been looking for takers, so. Uh, yeah. Pooley, if you're listening to this, buddy, you need to get that 50 over to the house ASAP, but you've been fucking slacking. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, man, super stoked to have locked one of those down. These guys are, like, riding mini bikes at every event we go to and just shredding 110s, and I'm like, dude, I want one so bad, but I don't have four Gs to drop on a fucking mini yeah, bike. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know what, though? It's probably the best four Gs you're ever going to spend. I know, right? You have so much fun, and, you know, you don't really have to worry about anything. Worst you're going to get is a little bit of scraped knee, and, you know, your ego's going to hurt a little bit, but... <laughs> yeah. Um, and then... Uh, 
dude, like, just wanted to talk about, uh, obviously, moving into just the Harley scene in Canada. It's, like, super sick that every every time I go to the lot, I see someone else with a Harley, and it's um, it's pretty badass. Like, SP, you know, came to the lot with his Harley the other day, and yeah. I was like, dude, what, like, I didn't know you had a Harley. <laughs> when did you buy that? Yeah. Um, and then TK, big shout, TK on one, uh, buddy, you're... Uh, you're a killer on the street bike, and then all of a sudden now I have to start worrying about you on the Harley because I thought I had it fucking down, and now I see you out there fucking killing it. And <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna be scraping before you, bro. I hope I hope <laughs> or I'm fucked. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of people making that transition, man. It's yeah. You know what though? It's it's like I don't mean to sound like this way. We're into say like it's trendy because it's like once you jump on when it's a totally different riding style like it's not what it's perceived to be you know that kind of like midlife crisis yeah. kind of like escape right it's for like you can bomb on them on for young dudes too and you can do some crazy shit on it so like it's they're still fun like it's we saw that transition in the states with like the bigger stunt riders and now we're seeing it here like with just stunt riders and average dudes you know yeah and if you listen to our last episode, even hearing original Garage Moto talk about, um, you know, how they've been doing in the in the aftermarket's Harley scene and all this shit that's gone on with COVID, everyone's working on their bikes and buying parts for their shit. And, you know, like sport bikes, I've always, I've said it in, I think, a past episode too. It's like, you, you know, you, you can mod them, you can stunt them out, you can put big sprockets on them, but it's just something about working on a Harley and being able to, you know, change the paint and fucking do all this custom shit on it and make them look so badass it's yeah. uh it's kind of like a different different thing i feel like you're more like i don't know i've always had more fun working on my harley than i have my sport bike i don't know i think the community aspect has a lot to do with it too yeah because like you like even though they're almost one in the same you go to like these harley events and stuff like that and there's a lot more connection to everybody and the yeah. bikes and stuff like that just because it's that's what harley does to you yeah. like it's it's the nostalgia of having a harley davidson motorcycle like it it comes with the territory you know what i mean so yeah. i feel like there's a little bit more of a commodity um uh, aspect to the Harleys and that was like to the towards the sport bikes in a sense for sure and I mean I I hope that Harley doesn't go bankrupt man because I just I <laughs> I see the them making all these weird moves in the last couple of years and there I don't know if you did you know like so the the new CEO is like this environmental geologist yeah. who's yeah. been on the board of Puma for fucking whoop, for a couple of years and it's just like you know I hope he can turn it around, but at the same time, you look at his resume, and you're just like, how the fuck is this guy going to run a multi-billion dollar company and bring them out of the shitter? And especially with the background that Harley brings with it, you know? Like, it's, that's, they tried that with the, what's the electric one called? The, uh, I don't even fucking know. Yeah, and see, that's, and that's, and that's bad. Because and, like, and how much money they lost with that, that stupid PR stunt that there was, oh, this is the new age. It's like, no, man, you guys have had the same motor design for like a hundred fucking years, yeah. and people still buy them because yeah. it's harley davidson keep it loud yeah. keep it rough yeah. you know like it's 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 keep everything that harley is and i hope if it gets by, it. bought up by an asian company or a chinese company they're gonna throw all these bells and whistles on it change up the technology like completely revamp the whole brand and it'll never be the same again and that's what it is and you know we saw that in daytona with indian motorcycle and how these guys are you know in the last couple of years five ten years these guys have blown up and it's insane they the, had the biggest like they were i would say on the main strip 
I I noticed them more than I did Harley. Dude, it was all Indian. It, it was, was like it was Indian. like you got to the middle of Daytona Beach or the the strip there in Daytona Beach, and it was like, and they were like, you can take it for a test drive. I got to sign this paperwork. You go out and bomb whatever. The lineup of bikes they have meets to every demographic. Like you know, they have like the the, the kind of sportier one that twelve hundred. I forget what it's called, but then they have like the classic ones too. It's just yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's they got to do something because. That's every time I hear that seems to be the same conversation of how they keep losing money and losing money, but I don't know how. Yeah. Because <laughs> you go to buy a t-shirt and it's like 90 bucks. That well, that's thing. the thing, right? It's like you're, they're, they're, they make, I would say they're making more money now off the brand, like Harley t-shirts and, and just swag yeah. rather than actual bike sales. Like there are no Harley dealership. I don't know if this is a legitimate statistic. I'll post the article in the link in the description, but Harley's not getting any new inventory until 2021. Yeah. No Harley dealership in North America is getting new inventory until 2021. That's fucking scary. Which is insane for, yeah, if you're like own a dealership or you're like, you know, it's, it's, it's just, it's, it's scary for, for owners of dealerships. And it's also scary for the brand in general because it's like, what the fuck? But anyway, I hope that this, that being said, this new wave of people and this 25 to 35 year old guys that are coming into the scene and that are buying Harleys and like looking at them being like, holy shit. We can wheelie these things. We can have fun on them. We can beat the fuck out of them. And then we can go 50,000 kilometers and cruise with our fucking old ladies. Yeah. Like, it's the exactly. fucking shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean... The only thing that could fuck us in this country is if the insurance companies decide to fucking, you know, hike it up for the Harleys. Because that's what they did with the sport bikes back in the day. And that's why everybody ventured away. Because how are you supposed to get insurance? Yeah. Being a 19, 20-year-old, you know, you want a 600. Good luck. You're paying 10 grand a year. Yeah. So, like, if they do the same thing with Harleys now, then you, you have an issue, right? But, yeah. Yeah, like, this year's been, obviously, we said it's been, and everyone knows it's been tough with COVID and, and everything that's gone on. And we have haven't been as consistent, I think, as we were expecting to this coming year. I mean, I started this back in February, and it's we've made a lot of headway, and we've made a lot of accomplishments and met a lot of fucking cool people. And yeah. I think... I think next year is going to be the year for for us. Um, yeah, because we had a lot of steam going into like the yeah. Daytona trip and stuff like that, and we were all hype. And then at literally at the last day of the Daytona trip, we the pandemic hit. You know, as and it soon was as like, we kicked off everything, everything kicked us in the ass. Exactly. It was just fucking brutal. <laughs> yeah. So, but I mean, with the borders being back open next year, hopefully, like I know, as long as your recovery keeps going the way it's going, and. All the um, everything you know works out for us in the best way possible. I think we'll be able to make some trips across the border in the winter time and get out of this fucking winter storm here for a while and go ride some Harleys and yeah. go see some people down in the states. And next year, I'm um, you know, or not even next year, but just moving forward over the next six, you know, twelve months, I'm gonna really try and focus on blasting out some good content for you guys and coming out with some more consistent episodes. We've uh, we don't really want to litter you guys with stupid you know, unnecessary content and just us rambling on about bullshit. We want to actually cover stuff that's been going on in the scene and needs to be talked about. So, um, you know, I just, I think we've kind of dropped and obviously your accident was a huge shakeup for the team and, and then, uh, all COVID kicking us in the ass. So this year has been tough, but I think we kind of, you know, took the best of it and, yeah. and, uh, ran with it. And next year is just going to be even better. I'm going to take a lot of time off and hopefully go traveling. We're definitely going to be hitting Sturges next year. Um, fucking Daytona I would love to go back yeah. and uh, just do the whole fucking tour so East Coasting if it's happening <laughs> yeah East Coasting I just watched a <laughs> video this morning it's <laughs> no, fucking it's stupid yeah. um, 
But yeah, thanks for everyone who's, who's, and if you've made it through even this far of the episode, you're obviously uh, a true fucking fan and true supporter of this podcast, and I really appreciate it. Wouldn't be, uh, without you guys, uh, this would be uh, not happening. So, super stoked to um, have some loyal fans and listeners and supporters, and to stay with us over the next couple couple months because it's about to get fucking wild and especially this next weekend it's going to be stupid this movie yeah. uh, this after movie and this edit is going to be wild so make sure to subscribe to all of our shit and always give us feedback man if you guys want yeah. more content visually you know if you, if you want us to cover certain things on episodes and stuff like that like obviously with winter coming it's like in regards to the events and stuff like that it's going to be slower so if you if you guys want to see something specific, you know, always hit us up. That's it. We'll take suggestions and we'll, you know. Yeah. Like even I've been getting more comments on our videos on YouTube, which is cool. But make sure to leave us a comment on, you know, just on uh, iTunes or leave a review or leave a, you know, subtopic that you want to hear about. Or if you want to hear about how to wheelie a Harley, um, I'm happy to, uh, I think we'd be stoked to do an episode on handbrake versus footbrake or how up. to wheelie Harley. Yeah. Or even just setting up a Harley, you know, going into detail of like what... Yeah, so what they're getting themselves into in the rabbit hole. (laughs) Yeah, it's a little intimidating coming into the whole scene. So, but um, yeah, and then uh, obviously, uh, big shout out, uh, huge shout out to all of our sponsors. Um, We've had some huge support from Original Garage Moto. Um, Can't thank you guys enough for all the parts, all the support, um, and all the love. Uh, Social media, you guys have been huge uh, in helping us uh, get out there and. I know, as you guys always say on this uh, Canadian bike scene, we all got to stick together, and um, you guys kind of stand by that. So, super stoked! Thank you, guys. Um, Fast Mask, um, our boy over uh, at Fast Mask, he's been making huge strides. <laughs> huge, <laughs> huge, huge! Uh, and uh, big shout out to you, always hooking us up with some gear and taking care of us, and uh, Armor Speeding Custom for uh, helping me out with the bike, um, and. Uh, yeah, um, Ilberian Goose uh, for uh, you know all the merch and all the gear that you guys send us, and Dan hooking up those graphics. Big shout out to you, and uh, big shout out to Sequence Films and Rock Bottom uh, Forever North Crew. You know we met you guys uh, not too long ago, and it has been a fucking wild ride ever since. You guys are super badass, super supportive. Uh, again, you know, bringing that Canadian bike scene closer and closer together. I'm super pumped Chin, for you guys, you know, for you to meet them this weekend. It's going to yeah. be fucking sick. I'm pumped too. So, um, yeah, big shout out to you guys. And then I know you have some guys you want to shout out and thank and kind of finish this episode off. Cause you've had some serious love in the last little bit. I know, uh, yeah, you know what? I just, um, Obviously, there was a, a GoFundMe set up for me, and I didn't know about it. And I, I didn't have my phone the first week of the hospital. But when I did find out, and I did get my phone back, obviously, I found out, you know, there was a a GoFundMe uh, set up in my name. And I fucking, not going to lie, put my ego aside here, fucking bald in the in the hospital for yeah. at least 24 hours because you would never expect it, you know? And, and it's fucked up as, as health, as bad as your health can be in those situations, you always think about money first. And like, how am I going to pay my bills? And what am I going to do for work and shit like that? You think of always your health last, right? It's mm-hmm. just how we're fucking wired these days. But yeah, man, huge shout out like to everybody from the bottom of my heart who donated, you know? Um, not going to bother mentioning any names because you guys know who you are and the list is long. But yeah, massive, massive shout out. Like it, you guys, I can't even describe to you how much it did actually help me out, you know, and, and even just raise my spirits that much. So the bike community is there and it's, and it's real and, you know, and it's like, you don't remember a lot of shit that you do for people. And then they remind you when shit like this happens and then you don't look for anything in return. Right. But then like, it's, that's why we cover each other's ass. Right. So, 
Yeah, man. If uh, I'm a big supporter of that stuff now, if the injuries are real, real or like you know, because there's a lot of people that still try to fuck around with that shit. And, yes, you know, and that's why it's, it has a bad stigma. But for the real people that are out there, you know, it's it it, it shows like the yeah, the community is there. So I really, really, from the bottom of my heart, appreciate everybody who donated and. Yeah, I'm done. That's my spiel. Fuck yeah, man. No, I'm just super <laughs> stoked to have you back, man. It's it's uh, It really hasn't been the same without you on here. And I know hopefully next episode we'll have Pat, maybe Alex back on here and uh, get the team all back together. We all have shit going on in our lives. Alex is going up. He's in Algonquin Park right now, yeah. shredding dirt tires. Fucking Yeah, he's on a little, nice little tour. <laughs> so he's, he's going to have some stories for us next time. But... Uh, Guys, thanks again for uh, tuning in to another episode, and uh, we'll hopefully catch you in a couple weeks. Peace. Peace.